Welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. This is a safe space where we invite healthcare providers to unapologetically be themselves after the working day. My name is Jennifer George, and each week I will connect you with guests and stories that will help transform your stress to success and fulfillment. Are you with me? Grab your drink of choice and let's chat. Hey everyone, welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. I'm your host, Jennifer George, and I'm joining you today to chat with you a little bit about this concept of retention and recruitment in healthcare. I'm not an HR professional by any means, I'm just a healthcare professional, and I, I'm someone who loves healthcare. I have a passion for healthcare, and even more so, I have a passion to improve healthcare. And that stems from my journey of caregiving to my dad and watching him go through the system for many years in and out, and also my own clinical practice over the years and bringing the two together and seeing the many parallels actually and being shaped by all of that. And right now, what I'm seeing and what I'm reading, and specifically, I'll refer to this article, I'll put it put it in the show notes. It's from the Washington Post that is from April, I believe, of 2021. And the the topic is on healthcare providers leaving the profession. And the statistic is that three out of 10 are considering leaving the profession. It's actually a really good article. I recommend you read it. And I just want to bring this forward because I think it's so important that while both need to happen, retention and recruitment, and both have always been kind of happening, there is even more emphasis that I say should be on retention right now, because more people now than ever are considering, at least considering leaving the profession. And I don't know about you, but can you think of a time in your life where you got through something like you had many, maybe many endeavors on the go and you, you had to really just kind of um, get through them and you maybe were on a bit of an adrenaline streak for a while. And then when you got through them and you felt this sense of relief, okay, you saw the light, you felt the sense of relief, you exhaled, you tried to coast after, and then you got sick. Has that ever happened to you? That's happened to me before in the past. And that's basically a sign of burnout when you think about it, right? It hits you at that moment, but really you've kind of been burning out all along. And um, because it halts you in your tracks, it kind of makes you think about it. You become more aware of it, right? That's how I see this. That's how I see healthcare in the direction it's going in with respect to its providers right now. That's what I envision. That's what I see. That simple analogy. Because all along we've been getting through, right? We've been getting through. People have been talking about burnout for a long time. We're getting through, we're getting through, and then we're hit with a pandemic. And now we really got to get through. So now we all kind of rally up, we get through it, and now we're starting to see a light. Okay. Depending on where you live, we are starting to see a light that maybe this pandemic is starting to diminish for once. Okay. And we're about a year and a half into it. Now we're thinking maybe we can exhale, maybe we can coast a little bit. And but this is the problem. Okay, because we went from this adrenaline mode, right? This quote unquote healthcare hero mode, which you know how I feel about that. And now we are feeling everything. Our reflections are more, our literal feelings are heavier. Okay. 
we're starting to feel maybe not well. The processing is happening. This is the time that we need to be very cognizant of and aware of and take extra special care of one another right now and be self-aware of things because what's happening is people are just exhausted, right? We're, we're starting to really feel tired in the aftermath of everything. And so now people are, are really considering leaving. And the reason why this now becomes an issue is because if people start to exit their professions, we may not have enough people to recruit and fill the gaps on time. You know, it takes a long time to become a healthcare provider. It took me six years to become a physiotherapist, right? Think about physicians, think about nurses. It's a minimum of four years, right? So it's, it takes a long time to be a healthcare provider for one thing. I also think about um, physiotherapists right now in Canada who are residents right now and have been residents since 2019 and have not yet been able to be independently licensed and practice since then they have not been able to be recruited technically as a fully licensing therapist. So there is limitations to their practice, which holds the profession back in a way, which holds the system back entirely when we, when we think of public safety and public health, and when we also think of professional well-being and development as well. The other thing about this too is if healthcare providers are leaving the profession, you have the remaining members of the team taking the brunt, right? And so when they're taking the brunt, they're now more at risk for illness and burnout than they already were, okay, because we can't fill in the gaps quick enough. So that becomes a concern as well. The other thing too, and I don't really need to say this, I'm sure you already know this, but if there's less healthcare providers, more people are exiting the professions, there's going to be an even more increased risk to patient safety, right? There's going to be more mistakes met, uh, missed, right? Things are going to go missed. Things are going to go unnoticed, more conflict, okay? Communication is going to break down. There's going to be more risk there. And, you know, while uh, visitors and caregivers and care partners are able to come in a little bit more now than they were, a little more onus now is going to go on family again, right? As, as restrictions start to, to lighten up a bit. So those are all really big reasons why retention is really important right now in healthcare is to recognize the staff you have before you and to acknowledge them and to start implementing autonomy more so, empowerment more so, what maybe filling in gaps, things that they need, wellness programs, initiatives of some sort that are proactively happening within the team, okay, or within the establishment. And wherever you can, within the establishment, within the efficiencies of the way things run, minimizing risks for burnout in that regard as well. Okay. So really, healthcare is everybody, right? Healthcare is community. Healthcare is that health, the system of healthcare is community. It's providers and caregivers, of course, and also administrators, organizers, you know, government officials, stakeholders, insurers, like all of us, we are, we all make up the healthcare system, but it's the providers who do provide the direct care. Okay. They are the most relied upon. Okay. So if we are, we are leaving the profession, then that should be really concerning right now. And if I was an employer right now, or if I had my own team right now, I would be thinking of ways nonstop that I could keep the staff that I have 
and try to help them thrive as much as possible. That would be like the, the primary thing on my mind right now. The thing in healthcare though, is that healthcare has to continue. All of this stuff has happened, right? This pandemic has happened to all of us, right? Not just, um, just, not just people in the community, it's happened to providers too. So we're dealing with both sides of it, right? So the biggest challenge right now for healthcare is how can we be a continued support for the community while also being a continued support from within our community. That's what needs to happen right now. We need to be operating kind of like Michelle Troseth said in a previous podcast episode, it's a parallel pandemic, right? So how can we try to bring wellness to our providers as well as the community? I don't have all of the answers, but what I do know is that if I were focusing more on retention, I would recognize the staff I have, the team I have, and I would try to build them up as much as I possibly can. That's where my energy would go. I would ask staff what they need, okay, what they think they need, how they can still see themselves providing the best care and still feel good uh, from the inside and feel well at the same time. That's basically what I would be doing. It sounds simple, but it's really not because like I said, healthcare is a 24 seven operation. It just keeps going and nobody really has a moment to even say to somebody else, are you okay? Even though that goes such a long way. Okay. So we could even start with that. Let's just start with that right now and see where that takes us. But we have to start recognizing that there are two communities right now that need our support and it's our own, but it's also the general community as well and the global community. So if you listen to this podcast, if you have some insights as well, if it sparked something within you, or if it's, if it's something you can relate to, I would love to hear from you. You can simply tag me at best obsessed with Jen on Instagram. That's my handle. That's where I'm most present. But if you look at the social media notes, you will see uh, links to my other handles on social media. And I'll post the link to this po- uh, this article from the Washington Post because it is a good one. And I think that in order for this to get better, we have to just start becoming more educated on it. We have to be become more aware of it. We have to start talking about it and not just among healthcare providers ourselves, because I think we do that well, but with those powers that be that have the um, ability to improve the state of our, uh, of our working worlds as well. So until we chat next time, please stay well and stay happy. So if you guys like this podcast, please subscribe and leave an honest review. Your feedback means everything to me. Your reviews are what moves this podcast forward, and I always appreciate receiving them. If you want to get a hold of me directly, reach out to me on social media. My handles are in the show notes, and you can always subscribe to my weekly newsletters at jenniferGeorge.co so that we can stay connected. So until next time, thank you guys so much again for your ongoing support.